Hello and welcome to your Over the Farm Gate podcast brought to you by Farmers Guardian and the CLA. I'm your host, FG Deputy Editor, Olivia Midgley. Don't forget, we'll bring you a new episode of the podcast every Tuesday. Subscribe through your favourite platforms, whether that's Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher or Acast to ensure you stay up to date. On the show this week, well, we're taking a look at the farmers inspiring the next generation of consumers by educating school children on all things food and farming. Now, for anyone who's been homeschooling during lockdown, you might appreciate these farmers' efforts more than others. Education providers certainly have. In fact, the Farmer Time initiative run by LEAF, which pairs farmers and schools for regular video calls, has got so popular that they need more farmers to get involved. But how does it all work and what do you do if you get a difficult question? Well, Jess Fredenberg has been finding out. The Country Land and Business Association is the only organisation solely dedicated to the protection of land and property rights and promoting the interests of the wider rural economy. We help our members work in the best interests of the land, wildlife and the environment. Join today at www.cla.org.uk. Fancy connecting with tomorrow's consumers, decision makers, and even encouraging them to become farmers? Well, since 2018, Farmer Time, run by LEAF, has been pairing farmers and schools for regular video calls. 500 farmers are now involved, and it's been so popular, there is a large and growing waiting list of schools wanting to join. And so LEAF is now appealing for more farmers to get involved. Cambridgeshire farmer Tom Martin originally came up with the idea and began the collaboration with LEAF, and we'll be hearing more from him later, as well as young farmer Charlie Beatty, about why she got involved and what it's like to share her farm with the children. But first, I'm joined by Tabitha Salisbury, LEAF's Education and Farmer Time Coordinator. So, Tabitha, what is Farmer Time and how does it work? So Farmer Time is essentially an ongoing digital connection between a farmer and a class of school children using a platform, video platform, so FaceTime, Skype, Zoom, what have you. The farmer and the teacher initially set up a call and then the farmer and the children have a call normally fortnightly, um, depending on when suits them to talk about all things farming, what's going on on the farm, and really enlighten children into every aspect of agriculture. So hopefully last the whole school year for the children, so they really get to know the farmer, and the farmer gets to know the children as well, and they really build up that relationship almost, so they can ask questions and they can follow things throughout the year. We ask the farmers to really do what suits them and what flows, so they can take them around any aspect of the farm they want to, show them what's happening. We really, really like it when farmers get other professionals involved as well. So for arable farmers, if they've got the agronomist on farm, that's a really nice touch. Or vets, um, TB testing, anything like that is It just builds that sort of deeper understanding of how much actually goes on on farm um, for children that wouldn't have any idea otherwise, really. We've paired up 524 schools with farmers and that's the equivalent of 15,720 children we've reached which 
we're really, really pleased with. We think that's amazing that actually that many children have had the opportunity to speak to a farmer. It's from early years foundation stages, so four-year-olds, all the way through to land-based colleges, which is over 18 as well, which is a huge step in the right direction because it allows for talking about careers and, and food supply chain with the smaller ones. At the moment, we have over 100 schools on our waiting list that would love to pair up with a farmer. So we're really, really calling out at the moment for our farmers that are keen to get involved, like to talk about the farming industry, what they do, um, and have a spare 20 minutes a fortnight <laughs> to really connect with these children would be absolutely fantastic. We're looking for anyone, really, as many people as possible, but anyone that ha- is passionate about the industry, which almost all, all farmers are, and that want to bring more people into the industry and just, just want the future generation to really understand where their food comes from. And I'm guessing in terms of tech then, this is just with a mobile phone, maybe some headphones, just rolling like that then, is it? Yeah, very, very simple. Um, A smartphone or a tablet, I guess, um, that you can use a video call from. And yeah, headphones help, but they're not necessary. Um, So it's just something that you can walk around your farm with. And I guess the the biggest downside is that you need signal. You need need good good, um, mobile data to get that connection going for a video call. Okay, so how can farmers find out more and get involved, Tabitha? So the best way is to head over to our website, farmertime.org. Here there's a load of case studies, so farmers can hear about other farms' experiences. Um, There's a few videos and frequently asked questions. On social media, Farmer Tom (laughs) is great and he's always happy to answer questions if you've got any in-depth and you wanted to speak to another farmer. Or, of course, you can call the Leaf office or email myself, tabitha.salisbury at leafuk.org and I can answer any questions or point you in the right direction. You're still ploughing on and so are we. Get Farmer's Guardian delivered directly to your door every week and access the latest news from the world of agriculture 24-7 through fginsight.com. Simply subscribe to Farmer's Guardian. Check out our latest deals at fginsight.com slash subscriptions today. That was Tabitha Salisbury from LEAF. And it's worth us just adding that in terms of child protection, which is, of course, paramount, all farmers must follow LEAF's safeguarding code of conduct. So let's now find out what farmer time is like from a farmer's perspective. I'm Charlie Beattie. I'm a mixed beef, sheep and arable farmer from North Warwickshire. And I joined the farmer time scheme 20 months ago now, a year and a half ago. I'm Tom Martin. I'm an arable and sheep farmer from Cambridgeshire and I founded Farmer Time four years ago. The idea of the scalability of Farmer Time isn't that I take on more classes. So I've worked actually with the same teacher. Uh, Miss Mellor uh, and from um, from New Harbour, uh, from New Haven, from Harbour Primary School down on the south coast. Uh, and I'm now with the fourth class that I've had. So she's she's had four year groups pass through. Um, uh, so probably about 100, 100 children that, that I've um, been working with for the last uh, for the last four years. What was Charlie? What was your um, what was your first video like? Do you remember it? Like, did it go OK? Were there any mishaps? What did you show the kids? Um, for my first video, I asked the teacher to um, go through 
it with the children first and ask them to come up with some questions and then send them through to me beforehand so that I had a little bit to think about and I highly recommend that to anyone that's doing it for the first time because it just kind of you know you can plan a little bit if that's how you work that's how I work um, you can plan a little bit you're not completely blindsided by the questions um, since then I haven't I haven't bothered because the questions are good kids are a lot more robust than we give them credit for some of the questions they come out with are fantastic um, and I made the fatal mistake of showing them my pet cow to begin with so since then <laughs> nothing has beaten that so don't don't play your trump card on the first go don't do it <laughs> do they ask about about this favorite cow yep Kimberly yep I haven't been able to been able to top that so oh wow and do you enjoy it I mean it's probably a lot of fun isn't it I absolutely love it I just find it so rewarding like I love children and I'm a real stickler for education so the the pairing of the both is just perfect for me I I absolutely love it and my dad does it as well so I've got him signed up to to it as well that's really nice Tom obviously you've been you've been doing this a while now you must have really built up a lot of um experience with knowing what the kids respond well to you know what sorts of things do they really just love uh well like Charlie uh, there's only one superstar on my call and that's my dog uh and so (laughs) so the first first question is normally how is the dog um but but really I get a lot of direction from the teacher um, uh, so there, she'll email me and say, um, we're studying genetics or we're studying water or climate or whatever it might be. Uh, and I really just put myself somewhere on the farm. It's really trying to get inside the heads of, of children at that age. And I've worked, my, my teacher has had 11 um, year olds and also now more recently seven year olds. So it's just trying to, to work out what fires them uh, and what enthuses them. But to be honest, they're, they're excited by everything we show them. Uh, you know, we, we can show them, uh, I've been showing them different, um, um, I don't know, different different um, species of, a, of the same crop or different types of the same crop. And they're interested because we're talking about genetics, how they're slightly different. Um, we, we've looked at uh, we've looked at bees uh, and we've got into the world of pollinators. Uh, we've, we've looked at all kinds of things. Uh, but I think probably the most, they, they reach peak excitement when I called them one day and said, I'm on the top of a mountain. I wonder if, if you can guess what kind of a mountain it is. Uh, there were lots of good guesses. Uh, none of them were right. I was on top of a mountain of poo uh, and we spoke about uh, soil and nutrition and how manure is really important uh, as a fertiliser. So, we, you know, we've had lots of great conversations and, and inevitably at the end of the call, I can see more hands up in the class for, to ask questions than there were even at the beginning. So um, it, it clearly inspires them and excites them as much as it does uh, me on, on this end of the call. That's amazing. I love that. A mountain, mountain of poo. That seems like a real kid kind of thing as well. That sounds absolutely brilliant. What I'm, I'm dying to know, and I bet everyone listening is, what are the kind of the best questions you've had? Charlie, what have you had? So I get a lot about being a female. Um, they are all fascinated by the fact that women farm too. So I get a lot of questions around that. So I did a, um, it wasn't directly farm, well, it was, it was through farmer time, but it was to a group of schools um not long ago that I got that Tabitha put me in touch with and so I did they had like a careers thing and they were getting people from different professions and they asked me to do like a half an hour stint um so I couldn't see them it wasn't like like usual where I'm just talking to one class and I can see them they I had I think there was I don't know how many there were like 15 classes on there and they could all see me and they were firing questions through on the chat but so many of the questions were surrounding me being a woman 
and how many women there are in agriculture now and and things like that so that's a lot of what I get and then the hardest question I've ever had would be is it um is it sad when your animals are killed or go to slaughter that's and I got asked that on my first my first time and I've been asked it a few times since but yeah that's always I'm pretty used to answering it now but to begin with I really had to like sit down I was so glad that I'd asked for the questions up front because I really had to kind of sit down and think about how I answered it but yeah they come out with some great questions well can I just can I just cut in on 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 that topic because one of the things that we do talk about a lot is careers Uh, and we suspected you know we knew we'd be talking to the consumer of tomorrow but actually we're speaking to the workforce of tomorrow and with farming changing at the pace that it is today we're going to need a, a, a very different workforce and, and a very varied workforce. And so one of the things we do talk about a lot, and I, I think the, the stats say something like nine in 10 um, partnerships, they've spoken about, about employment and about careers. Uh, and yes, there are careers for, for men and women, but also for physicists and chemists and biologists and people who are interested in technology. You know, we're going to need um, drone pilots and software engineers and and, and, and agronomists and, and really people from all different areas. So it's great for the children to be able to see that. Um, yes, Charlie and I are a farmer and I think we'll be, you know, we'll be we'll be farmers uh, uh, as we are for, for some time. But we rely on so many more um, people and, and experts and, and people with different skill sets uh, it, it, on our farm every single day so I think it's great for the children to be able to see those opportunities hey you know I don't fancy being a farmer but I'd love I'd love to be a um, uh, an engineer or to design machinery or to do whatever so it, it's been really really good to kind of cover those things as well. Um, so I had the same kind of developing on that because people ask about women in agriculture and you know are, are, are female farmers common now and that kind of thing I say people the children um, we've spoken about quite a lot that I went to university and about half of the people on my course, I did agriculture, were females, which, you know, that's been a massive change over the past 10 years. And we've spoken then about what other females have gone on to do, maybe not working directly on the farm, but working in the food side of things or like you say, the agronomy, the technology. So, yeah, it's that's careers is is one we've spoken about quite a lot. A lot of research shows that this is the, the, the time of their lives where they're thinking about that, where we're actually people who end up in whatever career they end up in. It's it's actually because I either had a teacher inspired me or or, or an experience inspired me to, to look down that route. So um, I, I was speaking uh, at a teaching conference recently and, and, and it, it really floored me because somebody said we will have made differences to the lives of these children and we will have inspired them to pick to make a career choice based on this farmer time interaction. And that was really humbling uh, and, and quite amazing because we do need the brightest and best in farming. We do need uh, a diverse and a different workforce um, doing new and different things. So um, it, it's really exciting to be part of that. And yes, it's great to speak to the people who are gonna be going into the supermarkets in the next 20, 30 years, but actually we need, we need the workforce to, um, uh, to, to, to come into the industry as well. So it's a, it's a double whammy. What would you say to a farmer that's thinking about this? This is for every farmer. So there's not a farm type that this won't suit. And I think a lot of farmers are worried about the flexibility of it and how much time they have to commit. I do half an hour every two weeks. Generally, it'll take me about an hour by the time I've decided what I want to show them and set the call up and either end and then head back to work. But really an hour every two weeks is nothing. And 
if you're in good contact with your teacher, it can be really, really flexible. Um, they generally have plenty of things to fill up half an hour if they need to anyway, because um, we're meant to do it's well, we agreed at the start, we'd do 10 minutes and then it accidentally went to 20. And generally we bank on about 15 minutes of chatting each time, but it does run over. Um, but yet, yeah, you know, I, like Tom said earlier, I try and relate it back to what they're learning at school. But at the same time, if we're doing something that's quite different on the farm or, yeah, something that's very specific to that season, I always link it back to that. But it's it's just so flexible. There's nothing, even if you're purely arable, there's like lots of children want to see all the machinery. They want to know about the soil, the crops, how, where their food, that's all where their food's coming from. You don't have to have animals to make it interesting. So, yeah, I just I don't think there's a farm type that this isn't suited to. And I think it's a real responsibility that we have to keep engaging with our consumers. And the best place to start is with that next generation. I would add to that. If if you have a video phone, if you've ever made a video call uh, and if you've got 15 minutes in your diary once a fortnight, then uh, then then this is for you. Um, a lot of people do say to me, for example, but I'm only a dairy farmer, but I'm only a potato farmer. Uh, and actually what we do is we steward the environment as well and that is littered through the curriculum uh, and yes i might be talking about uh, growing crops a lot on my farm but i'm also talking about how i look after water and how i obsess over soil and how we try and keep the air clean and how you know and all those other things as well so there really is so much that that every farmer does on their farm that links into the curriculum that is interesting and for me, this is a project like many farmers that are involved. That is a, an educational project. Yeah, do you know what? It's great fun. Uh, it's definitely entertaining. But the minute it becomes just about entertainment and, and loses the educational side, I'm out. Uh, and so it's absolutely educational through and through. And it's really our responsibility. It's not a right. It's our responsibility to talk to 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 our customer. Uh, and this is a great great way to do that and not to take up too much time. The the scariest moment is just before you, you, you pick up the phone for the very first call. Um, but you've just got to get over it. It's just like, just, just do it. Leaf are, are really good um, and we support uh, our farmers and teachers really well. We encourage them to do a video call. So you've already, you've already done a little test call. Um, so you, you know the technology is going to work. You know you're going to have reception. You know everything will be fine. So really there's, there's nothing to worry about. Uh, it, it's great fun and it's a massive opportunity yeah, to speak, to speak to not only the consumers of tomorrow, not only the workforce of tomorrow, but the decision makers of tomorrow as well. You know, we complain that politicians don't understand farming. Here's a great chance to speak to tomorrow's politicians. I was, I was just going to say, and I, I don't think that, I think a lot of farmers are also worried that maybe they're not the co most confident public speakers and things like that. They're not, they're not good at speaking in front of a crowd, but you've just got to think you're speaking to a group of children that are absolutely fascinated by what you do, but know nothing about it. You don't have to know every, the name of all your mycorrhizal fungi in the soil. You don't have to know that you can literally, it's, it's basic. You have to remember to cut out your farming jargon and talk to them and explain to them like they're they're fascinated already you don't have to get their attention you don't have to be a brilliant public speaker it's a two-way conversation as well they'll ask questions you don't have to be worried about what you're going to say if it's your first time I highly recommend getting your teacher to go through with the class and think of questions beforehand because you can do a little introduction and spiel about yourself and the farm and what you're doing maybe at that time of year that day in particular and then you've got, you know what questions are coming. I would say we've learned a fair bit in four years. 
Uh, one of the things we've learned is that, that the, ability, the audio is more important than the video. It's really important to be able to hear them. So uh, that's why we do a test call um, before the first call to make sure that, that we, can, we can hear and be heard. Um, I often recommend getting a set of headphones or, or um, you know, just some way to make sure that you can definitely hear those questions. But again, the teacher is a great moderator for that. But, but here's your get out of jail free card. I found this out in my second year um, uh, of, of doing this. I, I've had two questions ever that I didn't know the answer to. Um, one of them was, how long does it take milk to get from the cow to the supermarket? I mean, I'm not a dairy farmer. I don't know where the question came from, but that was a question. And, uh, and after I stumbled around and said, oh, I'm not really sure, I'll, 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 I'll try and find out and let you know. The teacher said to me, now, look, we, we really encourage private um, study and inquiry by these, by these children. So why don't you say this? Instead of, that's a great question, I'll find out and let, let you know, say, that's a great question, children. Why don't you see if you can find the answer yourself and we'll talk about it next time. And so that is my, and that's my gift to everybody. That's your get out of jail free card. That's a, that's a revolutionary idea. I am so using it. It only makes you look better. Yeah, I'm always just, I'll get back to you on that one. I'll find out, but I'm so asking the children to find out for me. I don't know if I can, like, maybe I'll have to edit this out, but just as you were saying that question, Tom, I was thinking of a tagline for the cow to a supermarket. Teat to Tesco. (laughs) 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 Oh, gosh. So, okay, last question, guys. What are you going to be doing in your next uh, next farmer time session? Charlie, what are you going to be doing? Um, Well, I'm off my feet for a few weeks now and I'm waiting to be assigned a new school anyway. So I imagine that by the time I next get back to it, we will be coming up to lambing. So we lamb end of February. So yeah, it'll be preparation for lambing. So I'll maybe talk about what the nutrition that the ewe might need beforehand and how we look after them and that kind of thing. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Well, we know, as Tabitha has told us, we've got or you've got 100 schools on the waiting list for this. So farmers listening, uh, anyone who's been inspired needs to get in touch at farmertime.org. Thanks, Jez. Aside from that really important messaging, it does sound like the farmers and the kids have a lot of fun along the way. Thanks to Tabitha for talking us through that and to Charlie and Tom for sharing their experiences. Well, that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to subscribe on your favourite podcast platform to keep notified of all new episodes of Over the Farm Gate and, of course, catch up on anything you've missed. Until next week, from us at FG and the CLA, thank you for listening. We hope you stay safe and well. Goodbye for now.